It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is the Locked On Auburn podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast presented by Fetch Me. Home delivery. Use promo code FetchMe20, FetchMe20 for your first delivery free at FetchMeDelivery.com or the free FetchMe delivery app. And as November gets here, which is dang close, FetchMe is excited to launch a late night service on Friday and Saturday uh, Saturday nights between 11 and 2. They uh, they got a lot of feedback from uh, from their customers and folks that use their their app and their service. So now you can uh, if you're you get back home late for whatever reason, Friday or Saturday night between eleven and two, you can still um, you can still use Fetch Me Delivery for your late night stuff. And also they are running a Beat Bama campaign for the third year in a row. And Fetch Me matches one hundred percent of all donations. Help them beat Bama. And um, obviously uh, represent Auburn that way. So, yeah, use Fetch Me 20 for your first delivery free. Thank you for Fetch Me for sponsoring today's show. Zach Blackerby here with you, and I'm joined by Painter Sharpless and Michael Pappas of ESPN 1067. Painter, hello. Big news coming out of the emoji world. The new uh, iOS 13.2 announces, well, that too, but a brown square has been announced. Uh, Brandy Jensen taking to Twitter saying, oh, hell yes, finally, on the quote tweet. Great quote tweet. Uh, good for them. And, yeah, I saw you doing the motion there. That's not the only new emoji in the game. Yeah, there's like a um, – it's, like, it's like a pinching, like a pinching yeah. emoji. So There's also the one of the, per, the a blind person walking with the, uh, the cane. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be useful. Yeah, the quote tweet I saw said, oh, man, wait till the blind people see this. They'll love it. <laughs> Yikes. Michael, how are you today, bud? Uh, I'm all right, Zach. Cool. I am all right. Cool. So one of my least favorite discussions in talk radio is the whole college football pay-to-play thing. So I, I, we're going to spend less than 30 seconds on it. We're just going to mention it. Obviously, it is a big deal that yesterday, coming out of the NCAA, it was a unanimous vote uh, that 
college athletes will be able to use and make money financially benefit on uh, their image and likeness. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, there's still several steps to, to move forward. The sky is not falling. It's going to be okay. Will it change things? Sure. But uh, until the NCAA kind of models out exactly what that is going to look like, I don't think it's worth talking about because I think everybody's going to kind of say the same thing. So let's just leave that be. So last night on Auburn Twitter and on message boards, there's been a whole lot of talk about Joey Gatewood. He did not attend practice yesterday, and uh, multiple sources have been quoted saying that he is contemplating his future, both at Auburn and you know possibly his next destination. So... A lot of folks, uh, and Marcelo quoted a, 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 an anonymous tweet or anonymous source saying that they are expecting him to step away from the, the, the football program. So that is, um, that'll definitely be an interesting development to see how Auburn handles the backup quarterback situation moving forward. Yeah, I, if, if this is true, um, I only saw it from one person on Twitter. And then I saw that Marcelo wrote a story about it, but I don't have VIP because uh, I don't have any money. So, uh, okay, you know, just to put it bluntly, so I couldn't read that story. I feel you, dog. And these are trying times. <laughs> so they uh, should see my should see my weekends. They're not exciting. If if this is true and Joey's stepping away, it uh, I don't know. It's a bummer that it's happening in the middle of the season. Uh, it's hard to blame him. I mean, yeah, he, he wants to play. Go somewhere where you can play. I get both sides of it. the The timing, I don't think, really does any good for him. But also, I mean, if, if he feels like he has been done wrong, based on conversations with Gus Malzahn and and all that, then then I understand. Like, okay, just get out to get out, and maybe it gives you more time to kind of diagnose what's happening elsewhere. And and uh, once you enter that transfer portal, you have more time for folks to reach out to you and and all of that. So, um. Painter, what are your thoughts on, on the rumors? Uh, Joey Gatewood did miss practice yesterday. I think that has been confirmed by multiple sources. But what what are your thoughts on this situation from top to bottom? I'm surprised by the timing of it. Uh, I think if frustration is a part of it, and certainly it might be, then you could see why if it boiled over. You know, at this point in the season, I get somewhere you're coming from with the idea that maybe it gives you an opportunity to look at the landscape and get ahead of things and find out, if you think other places might have some movement, but I figured he was in for the end of the year. That's what I'm surprised about. I'm, I'm just surprised. You know, if you tell me Joey Gatewood's transferring after the season, I'm going, yeah. I don't think that surprises anybody. Yeah. And I think everyone thinks that's fair and I don't think it's unfair if he transfers now. It's surprising if he transfers now. We have had Joey Gatewood's quarterback trainer on the show several times. His name is Denny Thompson. He tweeted this yesterday. Loyalty is a funny thing. If you have someone that is shown to be genuinely loyal and you don't reciprocate, don't be don't be surprised when you become non-existent in their eyes. When loyal people are done, you've lost them forever. And so that uh, shortly after that is when you started hearing kind of rumblings that Joey Gatewood wasn't at practice. Um, I'm not saying that they are related, but I do think the timing is interesting. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on, so find your local dealer today 
That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Yeah, that that really is weird. That and it, he and Joey are extremely close. They are they are very very close. He calls him after every game, the games that he's not able to go to, and you know they they talk after practice several times a week. And so it's um, I'm sure with him skipping practice, he called Denny. I'm pretty confident that that happened. I would like, you know, maybe we're all overreacting and this is just a weird coincidence because he had a test or something, but I want to know what skipping practice really means. <clears throat> I don't think he went to practice yesterday. No, I understand that, but I, I want to know, like, did he call Gus? Did he just not show up? Like, did he tell well, the coaches Mar- he Mar- wasn't going to be there? Like, yeah, I mean, Brandon Marcello of Auburn Undercover has reported that he has talked to someone within the program that says that he has skipped practice due to uh, contemplating his future and that they do not expect him to, uh, to stay with the team. I mean, that, that's, that, that has been reported. Interesting. Well, I mean, I guess it'll be uh, – uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. Can't blame the guy for wanting to leave. If he wants to play, go find somewhere where you can play. Does this matter at all for Gus Malzahn, the yes. way he's perceived, guys? Like, I, I is think there, it does. Is there a chance that Auburn fans care about the way this unfolds? Because, you know, we're still getting, if you're like, what we're getting right now is probably the result we're going to get in a few months, mm-hmm. no matter what. But there is a difference now, I think, in the way if this what's being reported comes out to be what is happening, then yeah. I think there's a total difference in perception. Yeah, and of course, we're not saying this is happening. We are, we were just kind of saying what I've read, and I mean, people have, whenever you're quoting anonymous sources, it gets kind of kind of hairy, but um, it definitely does seem uh, seem like Joey Gatewood is upset, and so yeah, he, he could step away. So, uh, Painter, I mean, to, to answer your question, I think it does affect Gus Malzahn. I know, I know something that is kind of being a, a pretty common discussion among Auburn fans right now, the, the frustrated ones, especially the ones that are frustrated with Bo Nix, they're asking the question of, okay, well, you know, Malzahn made comments how the center job is open. And I know Caleb Kim has had multiple bad games. Um, so it's a little knee-jerk reaction when people are sending out tweets and posts saying, hey, you know, Caleb Kim has one bad game and the bad snap and all of that, and, and he's able to, you know, possibly lose his job when Bo Nix had a terrible game and, and the two biggest games of, the, uh, of his career so far. And his job is still safe. Is it different? Sure. But I think there are a lot of similarities there. And I think there are some inconsistencies. But I don't think making the switch at center is going to make the center position significantly better. I, I just think they're kind of the same. Because in the words of you, Michael, I mean, you've said this before. It's like Caleb Kim was the starting center for a reason because the coaching staff thought that he was better. Yeah, I agree. And I I do think there's a pretty you know, hefty difference between center and quarterback. But that's why, you know, even now after Caleb Kim has not played well in multiple games this season and seems like he's the weak link on the offensive line for whatever reason, he, you know, Gus is saying it's still, it's an open competition this week. So there's still a chance that Caleb Kim keeps his job, even after how poorly we've seen him play this season and especially in this last game against LSU. Which is probably part of the story here, right, is you have a quarterback that clearly the coaching staff at least has doubts about, if not 
lack some trust in, but you have continued, you know, I mean, there was this similar conversation last year and Caleb Kim ended up having the job still and then keeping it through the off season. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if that says like, ah, there's really nothing else you can hope to lean on at this point. Yeah. And yeah. that's as much to me a part of this story as it is Caleb Kim getting pulled and, and the game last week is there are no alternatives. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big question. That's the big question is, you know, uh, are, are, is the coaching staff playing all the cards that they can? And like, you'd have to assume that they are, or at least there's reasons to, to, to believe that. Cause I mean, they, they want to put the best form of the Auburn offense on the field as they possibly can. And so just the way that things are right now through the state of sports in general, I mean, everything is so close to the vest is, you know, what if they, like, cause he can't just come out and say like, you know, player X is really bad. That's why we're not starting him. Even though the guy starting in front of him looks bad, the other guy's actually worse. Like you can't come out and say that sometimes it, it may help them if they actually could do that. But obviously you get into line if you did that. And even yeah, as yeah. much of a better, bad or worse scenario as you might have is, okay, what is the strength of Brahms versus the strength of Kim? Mm -hmm. Do they have different strengths? What are the offenses? As the season has progressed, the offense has. Auburn fans might not think this, but they would be mistaken. The offense has evolved and changed as the year went on. And so has it changed at all in a way that it might suit you now to have Brahms to, to rethink the way the line is structured? Is that going to make you better at this point of the season? I don't... I don't have the answer to that. And in fact, I'm not I'm not all that confident that it will because there's a reason on multiple instances when his job's been in question, Caleb Kim seems to retain it. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. And there's always the question of which guy they think will put, like which guy gives the offense the opportunity to be the best, mm -hmm. right? So let's say Brahms's ceiling right now is a 6 out of 10, and they think Kim's ceiling is a 9 out of 10. Well, they're probably going to put in Kim right now because they think when Kim plays his absolute best, the offense is going to be better than when Brahms plays his absolute best. What I really want to know is with Joey Gatewood, is Lincoln Riley going to come in and make him a Heisman winner when he gets him, or does that person have to be a grad transfer for that to work? Well, you, know, you, you asked how it affects Gus Malzahn. And I think as soon as Joey goes somewhere else, if he is going somewhere else, and he finds a lot of success, I mean, I can already hear it now. I mean, if he's still employed by Auburn, I, I hear people left and right already clamoring for Gus Malzahn's job that he made the wrong decision. And, man, that stinks for Gus. I think it stinks for Bo. But, I mean, I, I'm sure Joey's going to go somewhere where he has a chance to make all of this happen because he's a competitor and, you know, Good for him for doing that. One I'll, of the things that didn't get said, go ahead, Michael. I'll be really interested to see what the market is for him. Because he's a redshirt freshman, which means he cannot redshirt again. 
he's going to have to sit out a year because he hasn't graduated. So he's a sit one, play one. Unless, unless the whole, you know, Justin Fields thing happens and the NCAA is like, okay, yeah, your hardship was you didn't win the starting job. It might, so might depend on where he's going. You're right. Yeah. I think it does depend. If he's going to Oklahoma, I feel a lot better about it. I'm just throwing them out there. I don't actually believe that's what happens to his. But but I think if you go to a powerhouse that can influence the NCAA, I, 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 right. do, I do I, think it matters. I guess yeah. he's a sit one, play two, potentially. Yeah, if he didn't want Sorry. to go after that one year. Right. And I think he graduates at the end of next year. Isn't that what we decided? Yeah, we, we so I out. thought he should stick around, graduate. Because they graduate in December, right? It depends on when you come yeah, in. I mean, it, okay. like it depends on if you came in as a you know, a freshman in January or August, and, and then they all stay through the summer and take classes. Yeah, and how heavy your class load is and what you do over the summer and all that stuff. So there, there's a lot of factors there, but... So, no, I don't actually think he goes to Oklahoma. And, you know, I know Baker. I made the joke about the grad transfer thing. And Baker and Kyler weren't grad transfers. But my point being, and, and kind of roping it back to what you're saying, is, one, Michael's got a point. What's the market for him? That'd be fascinating to know. Right. What would be some of the better offenses to find him in? And, yeah, Zach, where he goes would matter. The NCAA might be a lot more likely to give Ohio State or Miami a, a guy right away. Uh, I I think it could easily go the other way, though. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Joey transfers to another school and doesn't win the job there either. It is interesting, right? Because he he didn't beat out a guy who didn't win the job at Boise State in high school. Like he they you know they both had good numbers and both went on to get recruited as Division One football players. So let's remember the context that Boise State and Auburn have both been top twenty five programs. So. Not a big knock on Joey. Just saying he was never the outright guy on his own high school team. I think there were politics involved with that. Um, I, I think uh, just having Denny on the show in the past, I mean, it was the best for the team just to have Joey on the field and they were able to have them both on the field because Joey was so athletic. But I agree with you. He was not the full-time quarterback at Bartram Trail. So I don't think – if that happens, I mean, we just saw it happen with Nick Starkle going from A&M to, to Arkansas – and he couldn't I mean he's had trouble holding on to the starting job at Arkansas. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that Joey Gatewood transfers somewhere else and, you know, ends up in a very similar situation where he can't win the starting job there. Surely he wouldn't do that though unless he knew he was going to get it, right? At at this point, like surely you're not gonna leave unless you absolutely know. But if he goes to another Power 5 school, I mean, what if they recruit another freshman? Mm-hmm. Like we said, odds are he's going to have to sit one. Right. Or what if it's just like they don't think one of these quarterbacks is going to be as good as Joey, and he ends up being as good as Joey? Now, yes, like you said, you could have a Kelly Bryant situation where they basically, you know, they get you to come to their school by telling you you're going to be able to start, but he's not a graduate transfer. He cannot start immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's being recruited, he will be recruited as if he will not be able to start immediately. Unless there's something that no one knows about that they think is a slam dunk for a waiver. A hardship waiver. Yeah, and I think the way it works is your coach can go and vouch for you, is my understanding. And that goes a long way. So I'm curious to see how Malzahn, how accommodating Malzahn would be in helping with that. I would assume that would happen a lot more if he finished out the season than if he were to leave and step away from the team at this point of the season. 
So I, I'm curious to see how Malzahn reacts to all of that. And it may, none of it may be public. You know, he may mm-hmm. never say anything about it ever again. But And maybe he goes to Ohio State, sits one behind Justin Fields, and then plays. One thing I do want to go back to. Yeah. You mentioned this a moment ago. It was something that I don't think got brought up enough during the offseason, but it did come up some, at least on the lunch break. I think it's totally possible that Gus Malzahn makes the right decision at quarterback and Auburn still goes eight and four. That's something that, you know, I think a lot of people are going to base the result of who won the quarterback battle and its success on the amount of wins the team got. That's a good point. And it's not always the case that the guy who was better didn't win the job and the team and that quarterback weren't good enough that year. Like, it is possible Bo Nix in two big games this year has not been good enough to help Auburn win and that he was still the best option for the football team. No, I think that's a great point. So let me ask you this. There, how, how different is Auburn's record if, if he's not there? I mean, do you think it's close to the same? Do you think— I think they—I th- I don't think it's— Fair for me to totally say it, but sure, I'll, I think that it's very possible that without Bo Nix, they don't win against Oregon. Okay. A&M, fascinating game. Again, sort of, I don't know how you play the results of not, because it's just so different. But I could see Auburn winning the A&M game with Joey. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm playing the results again because we've seen the second half of A&M season sort of slide. Like, Am I feeling differently about that if A&M doesn't play Arkansas so close? You know, like, there's so I'm, I'm probably subconsciously taking some factors into account. But just looking at that A&M t- team's total body of work, I think Joey could have helped them win that game. I'm not sure that they could have. Oregon's defense, I think, really surprised a lot of people and probably surprised Auburn's offense to some extent. Uh, they needed to be able to throw the ball some in that game. Bo wasn't great. It was another game in which his numbers were underwhelming. But mm-hmm. we all can point to some big moments he had. Sure. Yeah, Painter, I, I definitely agree with everything that you said. I mean, a lot of Auburn fans have this kind of assumption that the other quarterback in this battle, the one that didn't win the job, is, I guess, equally as good or maybe better, which – I guess is a rather pessimistic way to look at your coaching staff and your starting quarterback. You know, like he wasn't the better one in practice and he didn't, he didn't win the job and doesn't win the job every week really in practice. Cause if Bo was coming out and having a horrible week of practice, you'd assume that Gus w- would try to make a change. So um, I, I also agree with you about the second thing you said. I don't think Auburn's season looks the same way with, a different quarterback. Um, I don't think, you know, based on, like you said, the big moments and, and the big games that, that we've seen from Bo Nix, because he I, I has have, had games when he played super, super well. Well, so, I guess, you know, we just haven't seen a ton of Joey, really, and certainly haven't seen him in moments where it's mattered a ton. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to envision a scenario in which he completely changes the dynamic of the Florida and the LSU game. Yeah, I... I I, I do agree with you. I, I don't really think we've seen it. Zach, you've been a little bit anything. higher on Joey than I have. Is is it in your mind? Is there a chance that he changes the dynamic? Even I mean, really, Auburn just probably needs a touchdown or two in the LSU Florida games, depending on when they come. I think it, it changes might change what, everything. So like, it doesn't. It's not. I'm not saying Joey has to come in and be Cam Newton because that's what everybody wants him to be and hopes he he would be. I'm just saying, does he do enough to maybe swing that game ten points? against Florida or LSU. 
Sure. Yeah, I think it changes the floor because you're allowed to run more. And like, I think if you have to rely on the legs more of Anthony Schwartz, Joey Gatewood, and some of these running backs when the passing game was extremely inefficient against Florida and against LSU, I think it changes how Malzahn calls plays. And I think we can all agree that he is much more comfortable scheming up runs than he is scheming up the passing game. So I, I think it changes it and it forces Malzahn to call things a certain way. But I mean, I mean, if we're comparing who's a better passer, it, it, it is Bo Nix. But I, I think it utilizes the strengths of your team a little bit more in regards to what your head coach can do. I just received a message from a, a source that I really trust that, that Joey Gatewood is done and he left campus this morning. So we'll um, take that for what it's worth. Take that for what it's worth. So We'll, uh, we will have more on this tomorrow. Also on the podcast tomorrow is uh, Brad Law of the Auburn Sports Network. He will join us in studio. So looking forward to chatting with him. Guys, where can people uh, find you and hear you, Painter? I'm at Paint Sharpless, 11 to 1. Catch the lunch break. Justin Ferguson and me, sometimes Josh Vitale, Michael Pappas, right here. The Locked on Auburn podcast joins us a couple times a week. Tune in. We'd love to have your ears. Michael? Uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.